0: Do you want to travel the world without even leaving your bedroom? With us, you can. You're listening to Experience
1: the World airs every Wednesday at 5 p.m. And for one hour, we are your one-way ticket to the rest of
0: the world. Always on 89.6, Mustard FM.
1: Welcome back, dear listeners. This is a new episode of Experience of the World on Mustard FM 89.6. These are new voices, because probably you already heard this program, but this time me and Anna, we are the new volunteers in Muster. I'm here from three weeks, and actually tomorrow it will be a month.
2: For me it's, I think, also three weeks or something. But yeah, we're new, and it's the first time we're doing this program. So. Exactly.
1: So, Yeah. Probably you will gonna hear us in other programs and this is our first experience of the world. And today we're gonna talk about a country that actually I really love. Which is it?
2: It's Ireland and um, maybe you can tell us what's your relation to Ireland? Why do you like the country so much and if you have been there and why?
1: Yeah, uh, of course, I actually been there uh, two years ago. It was summer 2017. And uh, I can say that I really love Ireland for several reasons. First of all is the weather that love, I know.
2: That's very unpopular opinion. <laughs>
1: I know, I know. But for example, uh, I was there on summer, five weeks on summer. And uh, it was quite everyday raining and cold and with gray weather. And I was my perfect place. I mean... I think that in five weeks I saw the sun like three or four times.
2: But didn't that depress you in some shape or form? Because, you know, I'm from Hamburg and it's raining all the time as well. And you're from Italy and there it, it's sun all the time, yeah, isn't it? This is so the reason why I appreciate
1: <laughs> the bad uh, weather because okay. I know the good one too much.
2: Ah, uh, Okay, so you're bored yeah. of the sun and you think it's more interesting.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then I really like like Ireland because of its people and because of their style I mean pubs I mean hanging out with people everybody is really friendly
2: yeah and open as well
1: yes open minded and I mean in 5 weeks probably I met more friends than in my entire life so I think it's a good thing
2: Oh, that's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I was there for uh, an Erasmus Plus. I did it with my high school. Uh-huh. So you were
2: still in school at that time? Yes. Ah, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Actually, I've been to uh, Northern Ireland. Yeah. That was a small city close to Belfast. Yeah. That is called Londonderry. Okay. Mm, it actually is real, fa- really famous because it has a long history. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I was working there as a salesman uh, in a shop Yeah. that uh, was a particular one uh, because uh, they basically take old furniture, things that you think are useless, and they were restoring them and put them on sale. So basically, I was working there as a salesman and as well as a craftsman. I mean, I restored some oh, things Oh, you did that, that as well? Yes. I restored some things and then they put on sale and at that moment I was kind of feeling proud because I saw something that I made oh, yeah. put on sale. That's yeah.
2: cool. So the city you've been to, it's a small city, right?
1: It's 85,000 people, okay. so it's not that small and not even that big, but it's okay for me.
2: But it's smaller than here. It's less yeah, people than here. That's okay. true. So now we know why you're interested in Ireland as well. And for me, it's just a coincidence because my guitar teacher at home was an Irishman. And oh. he told me some mm-hmm. Irish music. And I really liked it, actually. I, d- I hadn't known about it before. So that was interesting for me. Through him, I discovered, like, I read some books and all that about Ireland. And it was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And then in February, I think, I went to Dublin with my sister. Okay. So that's my story, yeah. <laughs> I guess. That's cool. But um, as you said, that the city you've been to is full of history. And I think the whole country has an interesting history. Yeah. But we're going to talk
0: about that after some music. See you later. Do you want to travel the world without even leaving your bedroom? With us, you can You're listening to Experience the World airs every Wednesday at 5 p.m.
1: And for one hour, we are your one-way ticket to the rest of the world.
0: Always on 89.6, Mustaf FM.
1: Good afternoon, dear listeners, and welcome back to Experience of the World. We were talking about Ireland with Anne.
2: And Carmelo, you didn't even say your name at first, yeah. <laughs> so now they know. And yeah, I want to um, give you a brief summary of the history of Ireland because it's interesting. Because maybe you know that Ireland is divided into no- the Republic of Ireland and the n- northern part of Ireland. Yeah. Um but it's interesting to see like how it came to that. Mm-hmm. So I'll start at the very beginning in around 300 BC after the last Ice Age, Celts migrated from the European continent to Ireland and they spoke Gaelic which is now known as Irish as the language. And after that, Christianity made its way to Ireland from Roman Britain and a well-known guy named St. Patrick (laughs) managed to convert the Irish to Catholicism. Right. So after that, Ireland became settled by Vikings and then later on they were replaced by Normans who came from England. Um, In the 1600s, the Kingdom of Ireland was established, which led to some resentment from the Catholic Irish against the Protestant English. The English lords then confiscated land from Irish lords and farmers and replaced them with Protestant English and Scots. So I think this is when the whole, Mm -mm. nah, and it starts, you know, the uprisings and all that. So there were some rebellions, but all of them were fought off by the British and the whole kingdom was then united in order to gain better control and catholicism was seen in a very bad way by then right so it's uh, about religion in the end okay so in 8040 to 1890 there was the great potato famine which <laughs> led to poverty and death and a lot of emigration especially mm-hmm. to the united states and australia i think i right. heard that um there are way more people with irish ancestries in australia and the United States than Ireland itself because it's not so many people there Mm -hmm. Um, so in reaction to the economic hardship and poverty the home rule movement was created in which Irish citizens demanded their own parliament with the exception of the Protestant counties in the north who were pro-unionists and were loyal to the king in 1940 to 1960 it came to rebellions and uprisings Um, maybe you've heard about like the Easter risings and all that I don't know did you watch the Netflix series Rebellion No. You should. It's about all these um, uprisings really? in 1940 to 1960 all the same. It's a good show. Uh-huh. I liked it a lot. Okay. And yeah, in 1921, Ireland was split into two parts, Northern and Southern Ireland, and both of whom were still parts of the British Kingdom. But between 1922 and twenty three, there was the Irish Civil War, and one side supported the membership of British Commonwealth as a free state, and the other side demanded a full republic. The free state side won the war, but the Republicans got elected to parliament anyway, and Ireland became a full republic. Okay. There still was a lot of disc- discrimination against Catholicism. And in the second part of the 20th century, peaceful civil rights protests in the North escalated in a conflict known as the Troubles. And in 1998, it came to the Good Friday Agreement in which the Republic of Ireland and the North agreed to exist in a state of tandem. But this has to be seen as an uneasy peace. And now with the Brexit, the future seems quite unsure. Mm-hmm. Especially, um, did you know that Majority of Northern Irish citizens voted against Brexit, yeah. so they wanted to stay in the EU, and now they kind of fucked. yeah
1: powerless or
2: yeah powerless, I guess. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, it's not the world politics program, so we don't have to dive deep into the history. But I think it's interesting to know, like yeah, how it because
1: comes I mean, I experienced this on on myself because I saw how Ireland is a really Catholic mm, country. Yeah. yeah, they really care about that. And for example, the place where I was, Londonderry, has a long history among Catholics and Protestants. Actually, at the first, uh, the city was divided into two parts, the Catholic one and yeah. the Protestant one. And uh, nowadays, there's a big wall called uh, Derry Wall that uh, is, said, uh, is a big white wall and on it is bright. Uh, now you're entering in free Derry. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, and that was the piece of the wall who divided the city between the old and the new part. And actually I was living in the old part, that was the uh, Protestant part.
2: Okay, interesting. So maybe you can tell us more about that after some musical interruption.
0: Do you want to travel the world without even leaving your bedroom? With us, you can. You're listening to Experience the
1: World, airs every Wednesday at 5 p.m. And for one hour, we are your one-way ticket to the rest of the
0: world. Always on 89.6, Mustard FM.
1: This is Experience of the World, and the topic today is Ireland. Hello. (laughs) Hello, welcome back to our program on Mustard FM.
2: So you were talking about um, the city you've been to and how you could still see the history and how it is divided between uh, religions. And for Mm -hmm. me, it's weird because I kind of sympathize more with the Republic of Ireland and I think Mm -hmm. the whole country should be united. Right. But actually, I don't really agree with the values of Catholicism. I mean, I'm not religious, but I guess I'm more Protestant. So it's weird for me because now I take the side of the Catholics is it still so much about religion or is it just about that they want to be united as a country but religion I guess it's a very religious country so Mm -hmm. I mean abortion was still uh, illegal to I don't know if it's it's illegal now I I don't know know but they had some I think it's legal now but it was illegal for a long time so religion seems to play a huge role in that country and Mm -hmm. that's kind of weird for me Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's true actually
2: so could you see that when you were there?
1: Yeah, I mean, not only on, I mean, the physical things like churches and stuff, yeah. but also in, mind, in people's mind. Because talking with people, they told me some stories about these things and about the past. And yeah, it's still something that you can really feel nowadays. And for example, when I was there, uh, in that city, there's the Deri the Museum. That yeah. is the museum where they tell you the story about this, yeah. you know, uh, Protestant and Catholic fight. And it was an interesting mm, experience, actually, uh, because, yeah, I mean, uh, in that museum, you can see also the images, because the thing is that uh, at some point, I, now I don't remember the exact date, as a form of protest, Protestants, militaries yeah. started to be shot among Catholic people. And that was called Bloody Sunday and ah, there's yeah. also a song about the bloody sunday's pretty famous song and yeah and so they tell you the story of this bloody sunday and it's something really deep and really interesting to know
2: yeah you have to keep in mind that like all those uprisings and rebellions were very bloody so yeah. a lot of people died i think during the troubles it were Three hundred fifty thousand people that Hand were killed, off. and that's a lot. So that's actually crazy because it's not that long ago. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, yeah. And
2: it's about religion. It's kind of weird to me, you know. That's yeah. There's still people dying in a modern country due mm-hmm. to religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the people are religious, but they still, you know, they drink a lot. They have a lot of fun, I guess. Yes, yes. They're <laughs> really, really them. friendly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for example, something that uh, was of weird at the beginning for me is that uh, by night on the pub you couldn't see just young people drinking beer but there were also old men. yeah and it was kind of a mixed group among everybody just enjoying and chilling and, and talking and yeah. <laughs> that was really really great
2: but yeah. um did you enjoy the food
1: Actually yes.
2: Really? What what did you eat? Then? Uh, I was I just ate fries. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: but the thing is that I had the uh, luckiest to stay in a host house. It mm-hmm. means that I was living with two uh, Irish people. Oh, they yeah. were a couple. Okay. Uh, so it was like I was one of his son. <laughs> and so, for this reason, uh, she was cooking for us every night, like typical dishes. I mean, it was like she was cooking for every day, yeah. so I could really try the real, uh, you know, cuisine. Yeah, and it was great.
2: But the real, what is the real Irish food? Because I mean, it's a it was a poor country for a long time, yeah. so they didn't have, you know, In that fact, variety of food.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, something that I really liked is the Irish stew that she was doing kind of every week, that it was basically a stew made of vegetables, Uh like uh, carrots, potatoes, onions, and there was also kind of beef. Yeah. and yeah it was really delicious and uh, well then they had also some influences from other countries for example she used to make pasta
2: <laughs> not
1: in the right way <laughs> but I mean it was okay somehow or for example every Sunday our I mean uh, I say our father because I really felt like them as parents oh, because okay. I, I really had a good relationship with them that's I'm still cool. in contact with them no, that's cool. so I, I could say that my father I, in Ireland <laughs> Uh, Every Sunday was preparing for us fries. That was a rich, rich breakfast made of eggs, beans, uh, uh, potato bread, garlic bread, kind of a huge thing. But it was great. So, yeah, I had also the opportunity to prove the real Irish cuisine. Did you
2: drink Irish coffee? No. Because I didn't try when I was there. I I wanted to, but, you know, I'm vegan, Mm -hmm. so I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I wanted to. So, okay, I was wondering how it tastes. (laughs) But no. I guess um, you told us about the city you've been to, but you've also been to other parts of Ireland.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I've been to Dublin.
2: So, and I was in Dublin as well, and we are going to share some of our thoughts after the music.
1: See you later.
0: Do you want to travel the world without even leaving your bedroom? With us, you can. You're listening to
1: Experience the World airs every Wednesday at 5 p.m. And for one hour, we are your one-way ticket to
0: the rest of the world. Always on 89.6, Mustaf FM.
1: Back in the studio with Carmelo and Anna, we were talking about Ireland. This is the topic of the experience of the world of today.
2: We wanted to talk about our experiences in Dublin, which is the capital of the Republic of Ireland. Yes. So, yeah, I've been there this winter just for a weekend, for a Mm -hmm. long weekend with my sister. And we actually had luck with the weather, so we didn't have that much rain, so we could do some things. But actually, it's very expensive, so the opportunities... Right. were reduced, you know, because you, I couldn't afford, afford everything. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go to this library at the Trinity College, for yeah. example, because our hostel, um, Ashfield Hostel, was very good. It was very central. and It was n- directly next to the Trinity College, but I couldn't afford it in the end because it's very yeah. expensive and every pint of Guinness is like eight euros or something. So I know. <laughs> you have to choose priorities, I guess.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> he actually, is pretty curious that in winter you didn't find bad weather because I was there in sun in summer and that was bad weather so
2: yeah w- one day it was kind of rainy but it was actually fine oh. you know I'm used to bad weather but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't w- um, worse than at home mm-hmm. so I guess it was okay for me yeah it was great but um for how long did you go to Dublin?
1: Uh, just a day
2: Just a day and what yeah. did you do in that day?
1: Uh, basically, I seen all the part of the city, like running because <laughs> I had like I've been there. I arrived in Dublin actually at ten a.m. Yeah, and then I take a bus to come back at eight oh, by wow, night. Oh Okay. So I had an entire day, and yeah, I spent my day. I mean, going to the main parts. I've yeah. been to the Guinness factory. To the brewery. Yeah, I went yes. there. So
2: you have to do that. Do and you like Guinness?
1: Yeah, of course. I also enjoy That's it. my favorite beer. Yeah,
2: it's, uh, it's so expensive. But do they have it here? Have you seen some? Yeah, yeah? they
1: have. Uh-huh. Oh, we A should John drink, on. yeah, we should really drink one Yeah,
2: I already tried. Okay, so yeah, the brewery was actually interesting. Mm-hmm. I went there as well. And um, we also, you know, Temple Bar is this yeah. area where you can go out drinking at in the evening mm-hmm. or at night. And there we went as well. But it was interesting to me. Um, they close everything quite early in the night at around Three or mm-hmm. two, everything is closed. Yeah. So they start like drinking at, at yeah, yeah. six or something. Everyone is out at six. And the
1: thing is that uh their basic life I could not say that because I proved uh that for example at five in the afternoon everything is closed. Yeah. Everything because then they at six have lunch uh dinner. Yeah. And uh after that they go out for pubs. Yeah. All the night. It's
2: very early. So yeah, it's early. So yeah, but I guess yeah, they have to close. It's like those closing restriction hours and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But it was actually fun to go out at night because mm-hmm. people are very open. We went also to one club at night. That was also fun. And yeah, everyone is very friendly and open there, so I was yeah. surprised.
1: Mm-hmm. That was nice. And for example, a uh, part that I really, really enjoyed about Dublin is the garden. I mean yeah. the the big garden, the that big I think there is the you yeah, the big park, yeah, we went that is there as the well. biggest beautiful. in Europe, I guess,
2: yeah, it's beautiful. It's I mean, great. it was in winter, and it was still beautiful, so mm-hmm. in summer it must be very, very beautiful yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that it was also nice for us to one day go more into nature there because you know the city yeah. is quite at some point it can be exhausting, uh-huh,
1: uh-huh, but yeah. I
2: think it's also interesting that the European Silicon Valley is in Dublin which also increased the living prices there. So it's very expensive by now. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to see that Ireland is now kind of wealthy and it was a very poor country not that long ago. So um, it was really considered to be one of the poorest countries, I think, in Europe. I read one book. It's called Angela's Ashes by Frank McCord. I can highly recommend it. It's uh, it's fiction, but um, you can see how it was. like. Some. It's not that long ago, but it seems like a different uh, century. Right. Yeah, but now it's, I mean, it's wealthy, it's a lively city, it's uh, full of young people as well. I saw a lot of young people. Mm -hmm. That's nice. But I want to see the countryside as well.
1: Mm, Yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. It's very
2: green, isn't it?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a green country, so.
2: But have you been to Belfast as well?
1: No. No, you didn't. No, no, no Because no.
2: that would would be interesting to compare, like the capital of the north and yeah. Ireland and.
1: But yeah, my problem is that was I that much in love with London Derry <laughs> that I didn't <laughs> want to go anywhere else. I had <laughs> everything I needed just there, so it was perfect for me.
2: And did you listen to some Irish music when you were there? Did you like it?
1: Of course, I loved it. I mean, also uh, the Gaelic one, the one, yeah. you know, just instrumental, but also like Irish rovers and this yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, yeah I was in love. And for example, in Londonderry, there's a pub where every night they play live music, live Irish yeah. music. And yeah, that was great. It was kind of a old style pub where you can just drink a Guinness, listen to some live Irish yeah. music.
2: And I, I love that, that Ireland is kind of, they have a rich culture. Yeah. I think because they have such a long history of colonization or that they really hold on to their culture and it kind yeah. of makes them stronger, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Uh, I was wondering, because in Dublin everything is also written in Irish Gaelic as well and in English. Yeah. But is it like that in the north as well? As well, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. But I don't think so many people speak it anymore, do they?
1: No. But they got I mean Irish influence in their English. Yeah. For example the close vocals as boss, as pop, as spot. Yeah. But True. yeah.
2: Um I have some I have a quiz for you in, for the next part and mm. then we will also talk about the accent. So Great. but you have to wait, um after the music we'll be back.
0: So see you later. Do you want to travel the world without even leaving your bedroom? With us, you can. You're listening to Experience the World airs every Wednesday at 5 pm. And for one hour, we are your one way ticket to the rest of the world. Always on 89.6 Mustaf FM.
1: This is the last and probably the most interesting part of the experience of the world today in Mustaf FM at 9.6 because we're gonna have a quiz, right?
2: Yeah, I have some questions for you. Mm. And because you have been there for five weeks, right? So maybe you know. But at first I have three fun facts I found out about Ireland where I was doing my research. Okay. And the first one is, it's kind of a stereotype that Irish people have red hair, isn't it? But I heard that only 9% of Mm. Irish population um, are naturally red hats. So that's not that much, I think. No. The most uh, red hats are in Scotland. So, I guess. (laughs) Didn't know that. (laughs) And the next one is that bars or pubs are Uh legally not allowed to have happy hours.
1: Oh, really?
2: Yeah, so maybe that's why it's so expensive all the time. Yeah. And the third one is about Star Trek okay so in 1990 an episode of Star Trek the new generation with the title the high ground was banned in Ireland and the UK because in a line of dialogue it was suggested that Ireland was unified in 2024 after a successful <laughs> terrorist campaign and so they banned the episode It wasn't yeah. allowed to see it oh see 2024 isn't that far away so maybe who knows <laughs> maybe they're right
1: <laughs> after the Brexit we can have yeah. the union again <laughs> yeah.
2: you never know okay so now it's your time to shine and we'll see how you in the quiz mm. so the first question is what is the meaning behind the colors of the irish flag but you know the colors right
1: yeah of course of course i do uh, i mean the green is for the green country right uh-huh. and the white is i don't know
2: you don't know okay i'll tell you but at least you know the <laughs> the colors uh, yeah so the car co- um, the green represents the Gaelic tradition of right. Ireland and the con- uh, country's Catholic majority. Uh-huh. Orange represents the Protestants who followed William of Orange. Right. And the white column in the center stands for peace between Catholic and Protestants. Ooh. So it's actually meaningful. Yeah. It's interesting to know. Yeah, that's great. Okay, then the second question is, what is the national symbol of Ireland?
1: Uh, this is... So easy, come on. It's the I don't know the, the the English for that right now. Wait. Is the, the that thing with the, the green thing with eh? Ah uh,
2: you think you think it's the plant?
1: Yeah. Is not that? No,
2: it's not. It's a that's a misbelief. The actual national symbol of Ireland is the harp. The harp? Yeah. Which oh. makes Ireland the only country with a music instrument as a national symbol. Ooh. So now you know, wow. but a lot of people think that because of St Patrick's Day and all that. Yeah. I think. I mean, have you ever celebrated St. Patrick's Day?
1: Not yet, unfortunately, but I would like to. Of yeah. course, yeah.
2: And Hamburg people celebrated it, but it's just like an excuse to get mm. very, very drunk. Of course, <laughs> as always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I think it's interesting that they have a music instrument as a national symbol, because yeah. music is a huge part of Irish identity, I guess.
1: Yeah, and now that I think actually the harp is also the symbol of Guinness. Yeah. Wow. Didn't know that.
2: Oh. And now uh, the last question is, you have to bring the following islands Mm -hmm. in order according to their size, Iceland, Ireland and Great Britain. Which one is the biggest island and which one is the smallest island?
1: I mean, I think that UK is the biggest one. Yeah. And then there's Ireland
2: Uh and then
1: there's Iceland.
2: Nearly right, but uh, Iceland is actually bigger than Ireland. So Ireland really? is the third largest island of Europe. Yeah.
1: Wow. I was pretty sure that <laughs> was Iceland.
2: Really? Yeah. Uh, okay, I hope I'm right, but <laughs> <Who knows? laughs> you never know. Okay, and now for the end. Um, as we were, we were talking about accent, right? So yeah. I want to know if you know the meaning of some of the, those words I found out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first word is ours ways.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Um, i give you an example. We tried to roast the turkey, but it went ours ways on us.
1: Got no idea.
2: Okay, so I mean, it comes from the word S R R S E. So it's to do something wrong or for something to go wrong on you. Okay. Okay, then we have ossified.
1: Ossified.
2: Yeah, it's O-S-S-E-I, uh, I mean, F-I-E-D. Uh-huh. You were fairly ossified last night, weren't you?
1: Like fucked or yeah. stoned? Oh. Uh,
2: it's drunk. Very, ah, very drunk. Very drunk. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, and then we have donkey's years. Um, okay. We haven't had this much fun in the donkey's years. It's,
1: nah.
2: it's just a very long time. Oh, donkey's <laughs> years. Yeah. Whoa. I don't know why. Yeah, because they're long, actually. Yeah, um, but
1: uh uh-huh. I
2: don't know how long a donkey lives, for example, but I guess right. for a long time probably. Mm-hmm. And the last one is something my guitar teacher always also um, asked me was like, "What's the crack?" or Ah, uh, yeah. And do you know what it? M- what of it means? course,
1: that was the first word of I m- learned when I was in Ireland. What's the crack? It's like how are you doing?
2: Yeah, I was very confused when he told, yeah. asked me that the first time because I was like, uh, "Crack? What?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, different it's associations. Easy to mistake. Yeah, it yeah. is. But yeah, I mean. The accent is, I think, very... I like to listen to the accent. Yeah, a me lot. too.
1: And for example, another word that I know is I, yeah? to say yes.
2: Ah, They don't I, say yes, okay. they just say I. <laughs> okay, I mean, you did kind of good. I guess you have to buy me a pint of Guinness now. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I have to study more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, but that's all my question f- questions for you. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that was an interesting episode in yeah. Ireland is worth a visit, in my opinion.
1: I hope for our listeners that now they're more interested in visit this beautiful country that I love. And I'm pretty sure that you will as well.
2: Yeah. Okay, so we'll see you next time with Experience the World. This was Anne in the studio and Carmelo. And it was our first time, but we had a lot of fun. So we'll see each other next time. Good evening. Bye.
0: Hope you had a nice trip with us. We will be back next Wednesday from 5 to 6 with a new destination. Remember to tune in to 89.6 Mustard F10.